Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Well, as the weather gets nicer and summer has began and we can go back to patios... You could actually ask somebody out on a on a first date. You remember Lucky? Oh, how exciting. The anticipation of that first date. Let me think about that for a second. Take me to my happy place. <laughs> I remember many, many, many moons. You ago. can remember that that long? Many, many moons. Oh yeah, this is the thing, you know, with age, my friend, is that uh, Was it exciting I can anticipation? remember things from the seventies. I have trouble remembering what I had for breakfast yesterday. True. Would you would consider it anticipation or nerves? Oh, I think that's, yeah, all of it. Just the excitement. Like, was yeah. it exciting or nerve-wracking? Well, you know, because the idea, probably I would say more exciting back then because, okay, here's the difference, I guess. When I would have asked somebody out on a first date, I would have known them for a while. I would have been attracted to them for a while. I would have had to get up the courage to ask them out if they said yes, then you know, uh, boy, that would be, uh, you know, probably intimidating on some level, mm. exciting, all of those things. Butterflies in the stomach. But uh, nowadays, you know, first dates are every other day, and you just hook up from some stranger online, so maybe there isn't that that excitement anymore as much as there once was, perhaps. Right. You know, it's like when you're a kid and you know Christmas morning is coming, you can't wait. But if Christmas morning is every other day, if you compared it to, that's <laughs> just, well, just another Christmas morning. Well, I guess it's different, too, when you know there's a present at the end of it, for sure. Yeah. Well, if you are going to go sit on a patio, perhaps, and have that first date uh, very soon, just some tips from your, from your pallies. It is said that if a date goes south, uh, there's a chance it was because you ordered the wrong meal. Food that you should have on a first date include things like pizza, because you can share it. Okay. And then burgers, salads, steak, and ice cream uh, all top the list as, as decent food items for a first date. All right. I, uh, as much as I love the burger, I, I wonder if I, I would probably go for a knife and fork type meal. Mm, yeah. They say a roast dinner, a lasagna, stir fry. Right. All good calls. Then they say chicken wings. Which makes no sense because that's wow. messy. That's you get messy. That all over yourself. That's food you eat with your family and, and your best friend. And that's the other thing too. I don't know if I want someone on a first date to see how I I take a burger down. Because <laughs> it's pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty messy. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's, a, it's kind of a sign of things to come later. Yeah. Uh, and then food you should avoid. A lot of seafood here. Mussels, sushi, crab, oysters, lobster, tuna steaks. Then they say ribs, which to me, eating ribs is like eating chicken wings. So why are chicken wings a good thing and ribs aren't? Right. Even more saucy. Corn on the cob. Oh, that could be sexy. Well, I guess wings, though, are, are a shareable mm. in some senses, too. You order you know, a couple pounds of wings and, yeah, and, share, and them. share them. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if you're picking at it in your teeth and all this stuff. And it could get gross. See, the problem, too, well, I guess sharing any food on a first date is a bit of an issue because you order a large pizza and you consume eight slices and leave her two. Right. Or you get a pound or two of wings and you eat, like, 18 of them and leave her a couple. <laughs> you're, I think you're best to go with the, uh, the assortment of appetizers. Yeah, that's always a good one. Yeah. Uh, curry also on the list of things you should avoid. Right. You know, just in case you want to get kissy face. I guess any heavy garlic, any heavy spiced food. Uh, snacks that we uh, got obsessed about as a kid that we can't give up uh, to this day include things like, of course, chocolate, cheese, corn chips, pretzels, popcorn, 
potato chips. I'm, I really gotta, I gotta curb my addiction to the potato chips. It's really out of control. And cookies top the list. But also on the list, cold cuts and olives, which is kind of odd. Right. I mean, I like both, but I don't remember it being a snack food I had as a kid that no. I obsess about to this day. No. No, I mean, chips and Oreos, I think, for me. Yeah, Oreo cookies? Yeah. Yeah, you could just kill them? I could still kill them. I like to go with the thinner ones, mm-hmm. thinking that I'm, yeah. you know, being more responsible. Sure. But then you just eat twice as many. For me, it's probably chocolate chip. Chocolate chip cookies. Classic chocolate yeah. chip cookies. Yeah, really can't, good. Can't go wrong with those. But I, I'll, I'll tell you this. I don't think, like, I always love the uh, the chewy chips ahoy. Mm-hmm. But I, they don't taste the same. I think it's our taste buds changing. Think so? Maybe. I know you said that about mac and cheese, too. Yeah, Kraft Dinner. Yeah, to me, it all tastes, uh, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I don't notice it tasting all that much different. But Like, unlike you, I'm not washing it down with a pint. Well, that's true. Well, I'll never mac and cheese with a pint. That's <laughs> glass of milk. <laughs> Do you really? You'll yeah. A glass of milk oh, and mac, mac and, and cheese. cheese. Yeah, I could never drink a beer with mac and cheese. <laughs> milk, milk, milk with mac and cheese. And I'm weird this way, too. Like, hamburgers and fries, I want a cold Coke. So I, you, like, like the Coke, I, I can get by. The You'll sit down with a glass of milk at a meal. If I No, well, at lunchtime. It's not like we'd have mac and cheese for dinner. No. I, I would make a box of mac and cheese. Or a grilled cheese sandwich needs a glass of milk, too. You'll have a glass of milk with, with a that. grilled cheese sandwich, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Does it still have the nipple on it, too, or is it no? Don't you worry about that. <laughs> that's, that's me time. That's me time. Um, food combinations that seem gross, but a lot of families still eat them. Somebody said that uh, cold peas, mayonnaise, and sugar mixed together as a side dish at dinner. Jeez. Peas, what? mayonnaise, and sugar. <laughs> Who the hell came up with that? We were just speaking of mac and cheese. Someone else said mac and cheese with peas and tuna mixed together was their mom's go-to lunch, and now they make it for their kids all the time. Mac and cheese with peas and tuna. Yeah. I, I guess if you're doing like the, uh, is that like the tuna helper? Where they used to have like a noodle that, that yeah. went with Same it? kind of idea, probably. Yeah. It's mac and cheese, I don't know, though. Someone's parents, well, you know what, actually, though, tuna goes sometimes in a pasta salad. Yeah. Right? So people would do that, so True. maybe it's the same kind of thing. Someone's parents said leftover pot roast in a food processor, mix it with Miracle Whip and relish and eat it on bread. Ooh. They called it a beef salad. <laughs> I want to barf. Uh, I want to barf. Listen, anything beef and food processor oh, don't go together. No, no, no. A woman's grandmother used to make applesauce jello. Just red jello and applesauce threw in some red hot candies as well. Oh. This doesn't sound bad, actually. Peanut butter and bacon on toast topped with gravy. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued, I must say. <laughs> so is your cardiologist. Yeah. Cold spaghetti, lettuce, chicken, croutons, and cheese all topped with French dressing. That was called a president salad. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I like this. A woman's grandmother made something called damn if I know soup. The recipe always changed because she only made it when she had to clean out the fridge. <laughs> damn if I know soup. That's great. Adrian was telling me the story the other day. She was reading this uh, this family whose grandmother just passed away. Yeah. Uh, but, like, they were cleaning out her house. And the grandmother was always known for, like, the gravy. She okay. would bring the gravy to the, the big family meals. Right. Right. And then cleaning out her house, they opened up the kitchen cupboard and found, like, a vat 
of KFC gravy powder. Oh, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was all along. Grandma's famous gravy Perfect. was the kernels. <laughs> it is the best gravy ever. Uh, finally, potato chips, chicken soup, and tuna all stacked up like a lasagna. They call it mock chicken. Oh my potato goodness! Chips, that it, it doesn't get any more trailer park than that. Chicken soup, chicken soup, potato chips, and tuna. I'll have a second plate, please. We've uh, apparently canceled everybody on Earth, so now we got to go to canceling dead people. <laughs> it's kind of unfair. They're, they're dead. They can't really defend themselves, can no. they? But people like uh, Prince is uh, being called out. Uh, people say he was absolutely awful to work with. Oh. There used to be a saying that you're nobody in this industry until you've been fired by Prince. Right. No. He, he seems a little high maintenance, like he would have been, right? Yeah. And one of those guys, too, who, because uh, you'd hear it lots of times where there'd be some club somewhere, and he'd show up at like 2.30 in the morning just as they were closing. Like, you know, people were putting stuff away. <laughs> Lock the doors. Oh, Prince is here to play. <laughs> you know, his drummer's struggling in. Oh, I was just going to sleep. <laughs> and then he'd go in and he'd play like four hours. Yeah. Yeah. Bit much. For Sheila E's dying in the heat, trying to bang along and all that. <laughs> That's right. Um, Bowie supposedly and uh, allegedly regularly had sex with underage teenage girls. Oh, was that wrong? Yeah, I think so. Now, there could, uh, could be a few rock stars on that list. Oh, yeah. I think the 70s and such were a, a different time, and they got away with a lot of things that they shouldn't have. Um, they say Ray Charles, he made children all over the place and refused to acknowledge them. Not so have I. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I like this one. John Wayne, white supremacist, homophobic, sexist, and just a straight-up horrible person. Right. Put that on his tombstone. That's a good one. What yeah, the Duke. Oh, yeah. My grandfather, my dad, loved him. Oh, really? All loved his movies. Oh, yeah. Oh, I just thought he was everything. They just thought he was the greatest. Um, Hugh Hefner, actually not a feminist, but was more of a uh, big misogynistic jerk. Not really a shocker. No. Uh, I mean, if you're surprised by that and have never heard of the Playboy Mansion, then <laughs> go figure. Others on the list, Christopher Plummer, Rick James, the Wright brothers. Well, what the hell did they do wrong? <laughs> and Gandhi shows up. What? Gandhi. Look, at, if Gandhi did something wrong, <laughs> if Gandhi is supposed to be canceled, there's no hope for any of us. <laughs> We've said this before. I'll say it again. Us boys, we just dumb. We just dumb. That's the problem. The big problem is boys are just dumb. The average guy could have like a huge hole in his head and wouldn't go see a doctor about it unless his wife, girlfriend, or mother told him to go and even made the appointment. We just refuse. Now, I'm not one of those guys. Huh. I mean, if I have a hair out of place, I book a doctor's appointment. <laughs> One of my big problems during this pandemic was not the lockdown. It was that I couldn't go see Dr. Downer three times a week. Right. I can't wait. I have got a litany of problems oh, I got to share with him when I'm I get sure to. He's going to try and keep things locked down as long as possible. <laughs> yeah, he's probably <laughs> saying to the, 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 uh, the assistant, if Ven calls, we're booked up. Right. Yeah. Oh, if, yeah. If Log, backlog. Ooh. Backlog of appointments we're, to get we're through. We're looking 2025 at this point. <laughs> if he makes it there. <laughs> uh, men say they refuse to make a doctor's appointment because they feel like a wimp. They're too busy. It'll probably heal on its own. It's easier to go to ER when it gets worse. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm quick to hop to the doctor. You? 
Uh, I'm probably not as quick. But you can just go up the street to your dad, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, if it's a cough and cold, no. Uh, but if it's a more serious thing, yeah, I will. But but I think pride has caused more prostate cancer mm-hmm. than uh, than anything else when it comes to guys mm-hmm. uh, and and men and and the the inability uh, to just you know mm. recognize that these are medical professionals and uh, and you know they're not judging you mm-hmm. uh, by uh, by examining you. Yeah, once you've gone through a colonoscopy, if you have not had one, it's the fear of it that is so concerning. It really is a very simple procedure. There's really nothing to it. Uh, and uh, I remember my dad telling a great story where he had gone for uh, for a colonoscopy. And sometime later, he's in a grocery store and he bumps into a lady that he recognizes as the nurse that had uh, helped him through his colonoscopy. Right. And he says, oh, hi. He remembered her name and... He says, and Bob Venn, nice to see you again. How are you? And she's kind of just staring at him. She doesn't really recognize him. And he says, oh, you were the uh, the nurse who helped me through my colonoscopy. It was my first one. I was really concerned. You were terrific. I just you don't want to say hi. She says, oh, I don't recognize faces, but if you drop your pants, let me see your arse. <laughs> <laughs> Those nurses know comedy. Right. So, yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. And the other thing, too, is as a guy... Uh, for me, this has always been kind of a thing where, you know, you want to stay as healthy and around as long as you possibly can for your family. And I would, I would hate to put something off and put something off and then be told had I had it looked at six months earlier, I had a better survival rate because then the guilt would eat me alive. And Maria would be saying to me constantly, I told you to have that looked at, you know. So, yes, get in and see your doctor as soon as you can once again because it's it's hugely important to keep you going. How much money do you figure it would take you to give up all social media forever, Lucky? Just to turn your back on it. No more Instagram, no more Facebook, no more Twitter, none of it. Probably wouldn't be that much. No? Yeah. You guys would suspect, suspect me less. Oh, me? I'd give it up for $5? Right. <laughs> I'd pay somebody to get rid of it for me. <laughs> Uh, one in five say they'd uh, need a minimum of a million bucks. Million? Yeah. Well, I mean, that would be nice. Some said they'd do it as low as 10 grand. Right. Oh, yeah. Could you give it all up for 10 forever? Now, think about it. Forever. Never allowed to go on Twitter again and read all the people ranting about the things you uh, disagree with. Right. Yeah. I yeah, I would be maybe six figure, maybe a hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd like to pay off some bills yeah. as a result of it. I don't know if I need that though, to be honest. Because I don't, I don't post a lot. Mm. You know, like I thought about it on Father's Day, but I don't. Like my dad isn't in my my father. I wouldn't be into that sort of thing. No. So, so what's the point, oh, really? Yeah. Right to tell people that I care about you know the people that you care about, you should just tell them. Well, that's always been my uh, my basic opinion on things. And that if I have anything to share of of importance, I, I wouldn't walk up to a stranger on the street and say. Here's my dad. It's Father's Day. Say yeah. hi. You know, like, I, it is, it, it can be very useful. Um, you know, it, it can be a source of information, but you have to really uh, wade through a lot of the crap uh, first. Um, it certainly is a time waster uh, to just kind of, you know, finger through what the hell's going on on social media on your phone. We flip through it all the time. Are you a Twitter guy first and foremost? Uh... No, I don't think it's my first go-to, but it depends on what I'm I'm going for. Yeah, like if I want to find out something, it's 
to Twitter. I find that more the the the, the source mm. uh, thing. And there's, you know, you follow certain sources. You know, for whether it's golf or hockey or whatever it may be that I'm I'm looking for, I'll go to Twitter first. You know, we, Facebook's for catching up with friends and family and seeing what they're up to, and Instagram is well, boy, it's becoming more and more just about like models. I'm I'm first to Instagram. <laughs> That's my first go to. Well, it seems to be the shallower end. Yeah. Oh yeah, love it. Instagram and then Facebook and. Yeah, I'll hit Twitter, but only to see if I've got any notifications. Right. You know, if somebody's uh, tagged me in something or shared something that I've uh, shared. I mean, the only thing I, I daily, I, I post our podcast on right. Twitter and Facebook. But well, outside of that, very rarely anything. Yeah, and I'll tend to post things, you know, for work purposes or, mm. you know, to, to whether it's to you know, highlight something we did on the show or promote it. Um, you know, but yesterday I, I shared something, a, a guy uh, that I'd played in a golf tournament with not too long ago, uh, a couple of years ago, and I just found out yesterday that he's he's battling brain cancer. And so they're doing a, a fundraiser for him. Mm. And, and I, I, you know, it took the time to share and, uh, and hopefully some people can help out that family that you've got some experimental drugs, it's very expensive, and uh, they're running like a, 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 a raffle, basically. Mm. Uh, to try and raise some money. So there are some uses for it, but, you know, could I live without it? Absolutely. I, I believe and most I think of us could. For many of us, we'd be better off without it mm-hmm. as well. Uh, better off in our own lives, maybe more content in our own lives without the humble braggers that we follow. I, I just said I think many of us could live uh, better without it, but maybe that's not true because many say... They'd rather give up their TV, their car, their pets before they had to give up social media what? forever. I couldn't give up TV. I, I don't know that there's a dollar figure right. to, be, to be paid to me because TV is such a pleasure in my life. Yeah. I get excited on the drive home at the idea of turning on the TV. Like, I can't imagine sitting down with a pizza to look at Instagram. Right. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, whereas... You know, flopping down on the couch and, and the hitting best. that remote is it's a it's a great feeling. <laughs> it's it's better than everything. <laughs> Certainly lasts a lot longer. <laughs> well, perhaps Steven Spielberg has looked at his bank account and went, mm, I'm around uh, around eight hundred million right now. I don't want it to slip below that, so might have to do a bit of a deal with the devil. He's going to start producing movies for Netflix. And it's just kind of interesting because it wasn't that long ago that he was uh, urging the Motion Picture Academy to ban movies released uh, on streaming services instead of theaters, that they shouldn't get an Oscar consideration if they didn't make it into the theaters. Right. Now he's going to work with that uh, that streaming stuff. Well, I mean, he may still feel that theater uh, or movie theaters are the place to to watch and screen his movies, mm-hmm. especially the big blockbuster kind. Uh, but that being said, you know, you know, look at the checkbook. We'll show you that mm-hmm. Netflix has done all right for itself. They're making some money. Maybe putting a movie straight to streaming isn't a bad idea every now and then. Uh, Prince Charles might be the big problem in the uh, royal family feud. They should go on that family feud. Oh, Steve wow. Harvey could... Could uh, solve the problem. <laughs> you know how slow on the buzzer they would be. You gotta get a butler to come over and ring it for you. Like so on so on uh Megan and uh 
Harry's side would be the two of them. The kids are too young to play. Right, yeah. I don't know who else they'd get in there, but they well, need to have Megan's a... family seems pretty colorful. Yeah, but her, she's not speaking to her dad. Maybe her mom. Her mom could get in there right. and play. Well, she's got celebrity friends. You can the, add them along. The ex-husband. Right. Bring him in. What's he doing? But yeah, on the other side, you got Charles, you got Camilla, you got Harry, uh, you got William, you got uh, his wife, Kate. Right. They got a full roster there. Uh-huh. Ever thought about the family feud and playing it? Like, have you ever considered family members and thought, who would I ask in my family to play? No. I mean, I don't, we don't watch that much of it, but I, I've never really considered going on that show. Like, I've, I've considered being on, like, what would it be like to be on The Price is Right? Mm. You know, uh, Wheel of Fortune, not smart enough for Jeopardy. It would be me, Maria. It would be Daniel and David for sure. That's four. And maybe my nephew, Mike. I think he would probably want to play. Right, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think my dad would be too nervous. Well, that's the other thing too, right? Is I don't even know that Maria would want to play. I think she'd be too nervous. Mm. Yeah. I'd just bring in my hider. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Harvey would have a good time with uh-huh. that. Uh, anyhow, yeah, so Prince Charles might be the problem here because supposedly... He uh, decided that he was not going to have their son Archie be titled as a prince. I guess he's looking towards when he becomes king, and he wants to limit the size of the monarchy. Uh, so uh, he won't be um, he won't be giving everybody that's born to uh, like a William or a Harry. He won't be giving them all the title of prince or princess because he thinks the people don't want to be paying out for all of those yeah, P while I get it, at the same time, it's not like they're not going to be paying for it anyway. They're mm. still his children. So there's going to be, you know, a matter of, of protection mm-hmm. uh, that, that would be afforded to them. They'd still be like dukes, I think. I'd rather right? or be duchesses. Duke. duke is a good handle. Duke Venn. Duke Venn. Yeah. The Duke of Earl. <laughs> Uh, Will Smith is writing his first memoir. It's funny that it's his first, but I guess he's probably mid-40s, so he probably has enough room left in his life to get two memoirs out there. Right, yes. Yeah, yeah, he might still have some projects to do or controversies to come. Yeah, Uh, he says it was a real uh, labor of love to write the book, and it'll be out in November. Gunther from Friends, James Michael uh, Tyler. This is not good. He's got stage four prostate cancer. Ooh, was he involved in the... uh We'll come back. He was, but just on a Zoom. He said he didn't want to go and be a downer. Oh, okay. You know? So, uh, of course, Gunther, if you remember, he was the central perk barista who had the crush on uh, Rachel for all those years. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's 59 years old. He's pushing everybody to go get that damn PSA test because you have to pay for it. And a lot of people don't want to bother flipping the 30 or 40 bucks. I don't know what it costs in the U.S., but probably $5,000. Right, yeah. Here, I think it's 30 or 40 bucks. Yeah. It's like a simple diagnostic. Blood work. You know, a lot of times we bo- we balk at it with yeah. the car, yeah, or we'll just do it and say, yeah, yeah, no, I want to know. But it's easier to fix the car than the body. Now, speaking of pulling together family members for Family Feud, one day Nick Cannon won't have any problem with this because he's got like he's going to have like <laughs> he's got seven kids all together. But in the next little while, he will have had four kids in seven months with like three different women. He's uh, he's got to change his name. He's more an Uzi than a Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.